The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast and also to the 2007 Oakland Raiders football season. We are on a roll, Raider Nation. I'm telling you, was at the game. The nation was pumped. People were excited. And I'm telling you, people I haven't seen go to preseason games in years were there just to check out the 07 team. So, without further ado, let's get on to show 156. I said, you're damn straight. We got some football. I love it. Getting to the parking lot, smelling the tailgates. Raider fans, do I need to say any more? I don't think so. If you haven't been to the Coliseum, you better get there. Because if you think I'm excited now, you see me at the game on game day. You guys will be pumped too. All you guys that have been to the show, that is the Mecca. That is the math. That is the Coliseum. You gotta check it out, man. Get your ass in a seat and check out the game, the fans. I'll tell you, man, I was missing it. I was couldn't wait. And now I realize why. It is an experience that you just can't equal. If you're a fan, you gotta get your ass there. Anyways, let's get on to the show right now. All right, today's stories will be Kiffin hospitalized. That was a big surprise. Of course, we have to hit the old Russell watch. And I'm going to get down to the chase. What the hell is this biatch doing not signing these papers? Because Raiders are giving him some humongous dollars. We'll get on that. And, of course, we will do the post-game for the Redbirds that were dead birds. Yeah, we plucked the Redbirds, made them dead birds at a 27-23 loss to the Desert Bears. And then I'm going to go to a story that I have to talk about right now. And it's one I've held close. I've always liked Walter. You guys know that. So I'm going to talk about Walter Rising. Yes, Andrew Walter is coming up. And like, just like the cream on the top, man, he's coming right on up. And it showed in this game. And we're going to hit a little bit on that. So, let's move to the first story. Wait, just a moment. We have some news. The Chargers lose their first preseason game to the Seahawks. Now, it is true. A lot of the starters on both teams were not starting or playing in this game. And, of course, uh, North Turner had a statement after the game. Uh, it was profound. Well, the biggest thing uh, uh, in the first quarter of the game and then uh, after the game and then watching the tape, uh, it was uh, very apparent to me uh, that we need to, we needed to go out and play a game. We need to go out and uh, do this thing for real. We've been doing it in the offseason. We've been doing it in, in uh, training camp. Uh, it was good for us to go out and play. Uh, 
I thought after watching the tape, the things I wanted to see, uh, I saw. The Charger fans realized that they had a real head coach when they heard this from Norv Turner. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> they better get used to that bullshit real quick. Uh, Mr. Marblemouth himself comes out strong. Uh, it was uh, very apparent to me uh, that we need to, we needed to go out and play a game. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, San Diego, for taking that loser. Raider Nation, you've been hitting the bone line, and it's very cool to see that. 1-800-620-7181. If you got something to say, man, get on the bone. Keith Smith from London, England. Hi, Ryder Greg and the rest of the nation. This is the Crusader Raider, Keith Smith, calling from London. I uh, hope you all had a great time at the uh, Raider celebration today. would love to have been there with you guys, and I'm sure that it was a, was a blast. Hey, I'd like to throw out a bone to, to the nation and, and to all the podcast uh, listeners uh, f- uh, regarding the tickets for the Bears game in November. As uh, a lot of you are aware, myself, Dave Chapman and Richard Chapman have, have booked our flights and are flying in from, from London for the Bears game but are a bit concerned about uh, the communication that we're having with the Raiders in trying to find out about obtaining uh, the best or the decentest tickets that we can get for that particular game. We know that uh, uh, the, the board Raider, Randy, is doing his best for us and looking out, and we appreciate that. And uh, we've sort of thrown some bones out elsewhere to try to see whether we can get it. But uh, it's very hard when uh, you're trying to communicate with the Raiders and, and, and they don't respond. Even if you're one international fan of the week, you still can't get a response out of them. But hey, guys, if anybody knows of any uh, free tickets in a fairly decent area or any way that we can get hold of free tickets for that Bears game, we really would appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you all, all uh, in November. Uh, go Raiders. Let's hope we have a good uh, pre-season. Uh, looking forward to seeing how Kiff puts the team together. Uh, looking forward optimistically to a much better season this year than we have done for the last few years. Go Raiders. It's the stress factor. It's the stress factor. Okay, Kiffin hospitalized for viral infection. Who knows? You know, there's all kinds of laws protecting medical privacy, and we certainly do not want to get into his privacy. But the young man, and he's very young to be sick, I'll tell you this, man, it's stress. That's what it is. That's what gets you sick. I don't care what anybody says. I will tell you, a lot of stress forces your immune system to be very, very weak. So he's going to get, have to get over that. Um, perhaps with this victory, I'm sure it'll, it'll be much improved. But uh, he did have a viral infection. That's a serious business, folks. Not something you can just take an aspirin for and move on. Viral, not bacterial, viral is a big deal. And the fact that he went to a hospital is a bigger deal. Let's all pray for our coach and leader, Lane Kiffin, because we got to have him ready to play on Saturday, 
Because on Saturday, the 18th, we go against, yes, you guessed it, the hated rivals across the bay, the San Francisco 49ers, and of course the San Francisco Chronicles, Nancy Gay, will probably be writing some stellar article about how we suck and how glorious the Niners are. I can hardly wait to rip her a new ass for her bullshit, I'll tell you right now. So if you haven't noticed in my voice, Raider fans, I'm a little pumped up. That's because I had my ass in a seat for the game. It was beautiful. Let's get into it, shall we? I went everybody's head about the bird. The dead birds came out into the field, of course, at the Coliseum, and we could hardly wait for the throng of boos. <laughs> that came out. It was beautiful. I love the nation. They're so consistent. It was beautiful, man. They're coming out of the tunnel. We're booing the shit out of them. And, of course, our Raider team came out. Let me say it right from the very start, it was a huge difference from last season. I will tell you, amongst the plays, amongst the passes, and a bunch of, amongst the coaches, the number one thing that I noticed as a fan was the team spirit. I'm talking about high fives. I'm talking about helping each other. I'm talking about pushing each other. I'm talking about a lot of energy in a positive way on the sidelines. I'm talking about coaches that are moving from player to player. I'm talking about them talking after every play. I'm not talking about the stoic coaches that just stood there and watched on the field as we withered into disgust. I'm talking about some guys ready to play, pushing, pushing, pushing. I loved it. I loved the energy. Just the fact of the energy on the sideline was a humongous thing in this game. And let me tell you another thing that I noticed in this game. The lack and I mean the lack of laziness, or should I say, the intensity at which the players got on and off the field, the intensity of the way the players got up onto the line and got ready to play, the way the players played their positions. I'm talking about the offensive line. Blatantly obvious, we have a different blocking scheme. It was obvious to me in the first drive of the game that we were on the right track or off offensive line so far. Yes, it's only a preseason game. How many frickin' times you got to hear that from everybody? However, when this first game starts, you have to understand the coach is trying different phases of the game in different phases of this game. In other words, we started off with a passing game. We start, then we went into a running game. Then we went into our tight ends. And then we went into our, before that, we went into our long ball passes. We did a lot of things in a series to see what plays were working. You could see that in the game. Now, Lane Kiffin admitted himself that he, he didn't think, he didn't want to focus on winning the game, just about playing the plays and evaluating the players. But you got to know that the kid wanted to win, and we did, and the players did for him. In all phases of the game, our special teams were insanely good. Much better than last season in every way. Shane Leckler, of course, a 60-yard punt. Can we all say, Ray Guy, 
reincarnated absolutely this guy is the reincarnation of ray guy the raiders have him back and he is a booming presence in the special teams corps the coverage was excellent uh it was incredible the way the energy of the special teams these guys are all trying to get a job we all know that we all know that they're trying to get a job but the intensity the energy the difference from last season I will tell you right now, in the whole game was the flow of the game, the flow of the plays, uh, the way our offense flowed, the way they called the plays, the way the game flowed. There was a rhythm to our offense. Yes, I'm telling you, it's true. I saw it myself. If you saw it, there was a rhythm to our freaking offense, and it was beautiful to see under all three quarterbacks. But I can go over the quarterbacks, which I think I will at this point because, well, no, I won't at this point because I'll save that. The O-line performed very well in all three first, second, third string. Everybody out there was pushing and making it happen, even Robert Gallery, who, might I add, was covered in red dirt from the infield of the A's. Of course, they're still playing at the Coliseum. Uh, he was out there doing those cut blocks and you could totally tell the difference in the way the protection of the quarterback was there was a lot of protection a lot more time uh seemed to me that the run blocking was a little bit weak and suspect still especially with the first team now i think we could work on that as long as we can protect our qb though that's a key factor we're definitely going to have to work on our run blocks but it was a positive step forward. You could totally tell the difference from last season's disarray, and nobody knew who was blocking who. There was definitely a blocking scheme in place. You could tell people were picking up their man, and it was totally different than last season. Excellent offensive line. Running backs. Rhodes. Need I say more? The man is a powerhouse, and when he's ready to play after our fourth game... He will be a presence, and he will be making it happen. Of course, Lamont didn't play. He looks a little despondent these days. I'm sure he's concerned about his job. Justin Fargus? Well, Justin Fargus played just like he did last season. He'd get up to the line and struggle until he found the hole and made some positive yardage. He's still an okay running back, but Echumandu, and I want to call him Joe. Actually, his name is... Uh, <laughs> Add them Chernobyl at Jamandu. <laughs> hey, how do you like that? Somebody give me a high five. Adam Chernobyl. Oh gosh, I can't do it again. At Jumandu. I'm calling him Joe. Anyhow, this cat was on fire, and I know it was only on the third team offense. But he blew everybody away with his running and his ability to cut through holes and make things happen and make people miss. Keep an eye on this kid from Cal because he was awesome. Uh, let's see, what else? Who else? Who else? We had really didn't have any more people as far as the running backs go that that, uh, that really stood out. And, of course, Williams, as wide receivers, caught that ball. Uh, but I'm telling you, the coach is all really on that kid. Uh, he's on that kid because... I guess he sees more potential in him, and he's not living up to his potential. But he seems to be looking good on the field. He is a big son of a gun. Six foot three, I think. Maybe he's six five. Big guy. So, long story short, uh, the wide receivers. Let me talk about these guys. 
They'd be catching that fucking ball. Excuse my language, but I'm going to tell you right now, it was so disheartening to see Culpepper throw two passes that were crisp, clean, and right in your face and be to, only to be dropped for great, they had great potential for gains, possibly touchdowns. Two, for sure. That in itself was a tremendous blow to everybody in the doggone stands around me because, shit, we're supposed to have the wide receiver core? We got a lot of guys that are dropping balls. They'd be dropped off the team if they don't stock that crap off. We need to catch the goddamn football. I will tell you that right now. So as far as the offense goes, I'm seeing some good things. Now as far as McCown goes, nervous kid, I'm sure. First game, first out. But he's playing with the first team, and he did not look crisp. He looked nervous, and his passes were way off, way under, way out, way behind, and way not good enough for a quarterback for our Oakland Raiders. I was truly disappointed in his performance uh, on all angles. Um, even though he didn't get sacked, uh, he didn't look very good at all. Somebody I, I wouldn't see leading our team to any spectacular thing. Now, he did get us down the field. However, part of that was a penalty, and I really don't put that into the realm of him moving the ball. I wasn't impressed with him at all, I'll just tell you right now. So that's my two cents on him. Walter, awesome. A great presence, like the coach said himself. You know, you don't have to be a blind man to see this one. I mean, you, you can see this very, very clear. This guy has presence. He's crisp. His passes are insane, and they're accurate. And this guy's got the touch that we need. And I've told you before, I'm pro Andrew Walter, and I think he's got it down. Of all three quarterbacks, he played the best. He played the best down, he played the best drive, and he drove the ball all the way down for the TD. Without penalties, he made it happen. He converted two third downs with some great passes and, and certainly took a sack for a nine-yard loss. Now, you have to remember, this kid was under the Art Shell Tom Walsh, Mr. Potato Head offense. He was supposed to hold the ball forever, and he did, and look what happened 76 sacks later. So you got to give him an opportunity to grow with this new offense and to see what he can do. A lot of Raider fans have been saying, well, I won't go too far into that. Culpepper. Culpepper. Culpepper had the longest pass to, of course, Johnny Lee Higgins' 50-yard uh, pass, which was very crisp, very clean. Now, Culpepper, of course, the fans were erupted in cheers when he came onto the field in the third quarter. I mean, the whole place was screaming, yay! And this first play, fumbles turnover, and they get a score from it. Okay, that was a Newberry to Culpepper exchange, which right after that, they went to the sideline, and that's all they did the rest of the game was practice exchanging, and that's what you want to see out of someone who wants the job. But Culpepper did redeem himself later on in the game and had some great plays. And like I said, could have had much more completions. However, um, it didn't work out because his, his wide receivers kept dropping the freaking ball. You feeling me? I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling me. It's pissing me off. So, you know, just so you know, what I'm saying and what I'm saying is that out of all three quarterbacks, couple Culpepper included, Andrew Walter was definitely the star of this game. The defense. Need I say more? The defense scores a touchdown and 
really that first drive of the first team of the Cardinals was pretty worrying for me. I was concerned because they kind of made it happen down the field fairly quickly. And in that uh, was concerned, of course, that the defense wasn't holding it up. But after they shook off the dust and made it happen, the Oakland Raider defense came out and played stellar. <laughs> after the first, after they shook off the heebie-jeebies, they just got down on it, man. I'm telling you right now, it was beautiful. Um, the the whole offense looks a lot better. The way that the way that the team played on the offensive line and the offense as a whole, and the mechanism of the plays, the Christmas of the runs, uh, the routes. I was watching it all, and I really got to tell you guys. We got something going on. It's very, very good. Um, and I think that as a Raider fan, you should feel good, no matter what they say. I'm going to tell you, you should feel good that uh, that we got Lane Kiffin in there because he's making a huge difference. All right. Uh, very pleased with some things that happened early on as far as going into the locker room at halftime with a lead. And more important than that, we didn't turn the ball over and we didn't give up a sack in the first half. And this team knows that if we're going to win a lot, if we're going to win games, it's going to be because we protect the football and we protect the quarterback. So from that standpoint, we were pleased and uh, our defense did take it away and get it, get a touchdown out of it. Um, so that, that part was really good. Obviously, too many penalties. I believe it was eight penalties in the game, a couple false starts. and. A real bad uh, late hit on the quarterback, and we got to play a lot smarter than that if we're going to win a bunch of games. Uh, as far as the quarters, quarterbacks go, uh, you know, thought Josh did okay. Uh, got got the ball to the right right places. Got us in and out of plays that we needed him to do. Um, Would have liked him to be a little little more accurate at times. And uh, Andrew played really well. You know, he, he played good and good command and uh, a, a good presence. You know, in there, in the huddle and on the sidelines, and was was very pleased with him. And then Dante came in and had a rough start. Uh, you know, he is not playing with the same personnel that the other two guys were early. You know, keep that in mind. And uh, but he did rally. You know, threw a great takeoff uh, to Johnny Lee down the way, and almost had one to McFoy down the other side. So um, you know, not a bad start for those guys. But we got a long ways to go. And um, the most pleasing thing of everything was probably the. I don't know, I guess it was 15-play drive when we took the ones out after that. So those guys were in for that, and that line played really well on that drive. Uh, it was good to see Mike make a couple plays. You know, uh, uh, and the touchdown catch was, you know, the Mike that, that some of us remember. Uh, but he still has a long ways to go. You know, we still have a long ways to go, as you saw, running guys in and out, especially in the preseason when, you know, you take the guys out, and then the special teams coordinator's got to find the next guys and everything on the depth chart. So. But uh, I thought we handled some situations really well, and we also learned from a couple too. I thought it went well with our with our whole staff, and uh, it was the first chance I had to be able to listen to our defense as well. You know, in between series, click over and listen to their communication and listen to Rob, you know, on the headset, and uh, was very pleased with uh, from upstairs to downstairs. You know, no one was pulled out of the game for an injury. Um, you know, we think that uh, we managed it pretty well in that aspect. Defensive side of the ball, like I said, they came out and they came out hard. Uh, after after the first little, after they shook it all off, uh, the defense came out and shut them down pretty much. Now they did score some points, but you're talking about preseason, our preseason, their preseason. 
Uh, I just think our players played harder and with more bravado than their players did. You know, you can't put a lot into the victory or loss of preseason, but, man, we need every freaking victory we can get as a fan. I will tell you that. I don't care if it's preseason. I want a W. I want wins, and that's what we we're, we are. We're Raider fans, and that's what we want. The defense will definitely get better. The offense putting up 21 points was a great – actually, 27 points was a great thing. And uh, actually, in the first half, we had them. We were over them. We, we would have – you know, it, it seemed like last year, you know, we get to a game and we'd be like 20, 20 to 3 in the third quarter. And by the fourth quarter, we'd lose the game 25, 27 to 20, 20. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's what it was looking like, because that's how this game kind of progressed towards the third and fourth quarter. But the defense, like I said, they came up and made it big. Let's look here at McCallum was five for nine for 42 yards, uh, long of 14 and a rating of 67.8. He led the Raiders on a 7-minute, 5-second, 12-play, 80-yard drive that gave the first score when Don McRhodes ran in. But let's not forget the penalty was involved there. Walter completed 8 of 11 attempts for 50 yards, long of 14. He was sacked once for a 9-yard loss. Yeah, that's holding on the ball too long. And was credited with a touchdown reception and completed his game with 111.9 quarterback rating. Walter, of course, just saying a six-minute and 50-second drive, 14-plays, 67-yard drive, and the three-yard corner route to Mike Williams, who caught the ball over the head of the defender, and it was beautiful. Uh, best game, best quarterback there was Walter. Culpepper completed five of 12 attempts for 78 yards, was sacked once for a six-yard loss, and along with 50 yards, was a 63.9 quarterback rating in the fourth quarter. Uh, he spearheaded two drives for a combined 16 plays, 89 yards, taking 6.38 off the clock and two field goals. So he did pretty good. But I'll tell you, as far as seeing who threw crisply, it's going to be – McCown's going to be the odd man out. I'm going to tell you right now. That's how it's going to come down. McCown is going to be the odd man out. If he does not pick up his play, he is going to be on the O-U-T-S. Outs. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Russell Watch. Somebody's watching you. 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 Okay, here we are, Jamarcus Russell. Is doing the Jamarcus Tussle still in Alabama. And I can say Alabama because I was born in Alabama. So anybody out there trying to give me some bullshit about making fun about that great state? Well, <laughs> that's all I got to say to you, partner. I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. Yeah, I am an Alabaman, and I have been born there, and that's the way that is. So I know Alabama, and I know he's there on his lounge chair watching football because he ain't at the Raiders' facility. And that's funny because he just bought a $3 million home in Oakland. That's funny because he must think he's pretty close to making a deal, even though the team hasn't talked to his agent in over a week. The Raiders' offer to Russell was momentous. $30 million guaranteed. I mean... 
in any way, shape, or form structure, I'm telling you right now, that's got to be good dough. You got to be able to have that dough if you're going to spend $3 million on your first house, your starter home, of course. Listen, Russell, grab your sack and your pen, drag your ass to your agent, and grab his sack with your other hand, and write the goddamn, uh, write your name on the goddamn contract. Because you know what? As a fan, it just pisses me off. I see a lot of people will welcome you with open arms because they buy into that bullshit that is just between the agents and the owners, and it's all business. Well, I'll tell you this. Bullshit! You drive this ship. You're the one in charge of your destiny. Sack up and man up, and by all means, raider your fucking ass up and sign that goddamn contract and get your ass in. It's already too late for you, young man. I'll tell you right now. The Raiders actually have it over this character because they can forestall him for half the season. And he won't get a paycheck until he does sign on the dotted line, which is kind of a nice thing. But I believe there's a bunch of bullshit rumors spreading. Well, maybe it's not rumors. He's rumored to be that his agent, his, he's losing his agent, and there's a five-day grace period between hiring another agent and having him negotiate for you and firing your old agent. I don't know if that's going on. There's nothing confirmed. Even the rumor mill doesn't have anything on that one. But there is a fact here. The money's on the table, and the clock is ticking. Do you want to be a Raider or not? I say, before you ruin your ass to the nation... And we get sick and tired of your shit, okay? And you get booed on the field your first time out, which is totally possible. Sign the papers. And that's all I got to say about that. Andrew Walter, he's coming up, Patna. I love it. Andrew Walter is making big strides here, folks. This is my man. This is my horse right here. Andrew, I knew had a bad season. I knew why. I knew it was hard shell. And, you know, I was really concerned about his feet, too, but I'm not so much now watching the young man play. He does roll out and does a pretty goddamn good job doing it. All those who said he had cement feet were full of some bullshit because that kid can scamper and move. The good thing about it is he can also pass, and I mean damn well. His passes were crisp and they were on the money. The kid had command. I was watching him in the huddle. He was a great presence. He looked like the man, and I mean better than the other two by a distance. And I'll tell you this. Um... I can just tell you this. this is a little story out of the Press Democrat, and I'll just go over it right now. You can follow this under the heading of it's only preseason, so why all the excitement? If you like, but I'm still thinking about the 12-play, 80-yard drive touchdown that Andrew Walter and the Raiders mounted at the end of the first quarter and into the early second quarter last night at the game. There's always a danger of reading too much into the preseason performance. The drive did come against the Arizona starters, though it got me wondering, how many 12-play, 80-yard touchdown drives did the Raiders put together last year? The answer? Zero! That's right, Raider fans. None. Nada. Zippo. <laughs> Zilcho. 
I looked at the drive charts from Oakland's 16 games of 2006, and not a single possession lasted 12 or more plays and covered 80 or more yards. The only drive that long was 81 yards against the Niners, and that one was a quick six-play strike that included a 39-yard pass from Walter to the Ronald Curry and a 22-yard touchdown to Randy Moss. The Raiders had only seven drives all season of 12 plays or more, and none of them went for more than 56 yards. Plus, none of them resulted in a touchdown. In fact, only three resulted in a field goal. Huh. The, the closest this team came to a 12-play, 80-yard standard under Art Shell and Tom Wallace or John Shoop, there he is, was a pair of 11-play, 76-yard touchdown drives at Kansas City and Cincinnati. So, yeah, what they did Saturday night doesn't make the Raiders a good team, but it sure was fun to watch an offense sustain a march down the field and the records prove exactly why. Not one 80 yards drive, not one the whole season. I remember it. I know you remember it. And look who did it Andrew Walter. And I will tell you now. Watch him go, just watch him go on Saturday against the Niners. I just hope that he dismantles their ass because they think they're all that in a bag of chips. And a matter of fact, we'll do a little pregame for the 49ers. Now, (laughs) I don't have much to say about it because it is only preseason, but let me tell you, the media around the Bay Area is a buzz with Ninerisms. I say that because the 49ers are everywhere in the Bay Area. Yes, Alex Smith, Alex Smith, Alex Smith. Coach Nolan, Coach Nolan, Coach Nolan. Yes, the 49ers have come out and everyone is embracing them in San Francisco. And, of course, the local Bay Area news is all over. The 49ers, who are bound to be a playoff team this year, and you would think that they were going to the Super Bowl if you were at all ignorant in football. I say they had a good year last year, but I say this. I say that the Oakland Raiders, for the first time in four years, will beat them at home. You've heard it here. I will be at the game. Randy will be at the game. And uh, it looks to be a good matchup. Their defense is vastly improved. So it's going to be much tougher for our offense. And you know it's a grudge match. You know there's hatred here. There has been forever. And it's going to be brutal in the parking lot. I could hardly freaking wait. We will be there, Randall and I. And Raider Nation Podcast will be doing some videos from the parking lot of uh, their house. Nothing better than beating them in their house, except for beating them in our house. So let's do it, and let's do it well. Their offense, of course, has pretty much remained the same, and they spent a whole lot of dollars on defense. $87 million for a DB. Whee! Good luck with that one. So let's see. This is going to be a very big, big, 
Big challenge for the Oakland Raiders offense. The San Francisco 49ers do care about winning this game, as do the Raiders. Lane Kiffin better not play this one down to the players because it's all about winning this goddamn game. I'll tell you, as a Raider fan, it better happen because it pissed me off every time we lose those suckers because everybody in the Bay Area got to listen to that bullshit about how we suck and the Niners are great. Oh, and then we have to listen to Nancy Gay of the San Francisco Chronicle or all those other ones that are out there. Oh, what's that other guy's name? Ray Ratatatatato of the San Francisco Chronicle, another hater that will have to suck his own ass after we start winning. Of course, they've all here in the Bay Area given up on the Oakland Raiders this season and think we're going to be dead last. Which leads me to another quick little out on uh, this character I saw on on the, the news, Sports News ESPN. And who was it? What was the guy's name? I'll tell you what this bonehead's name is. Stephen A. Smith. This cocky asshole. And I'm telling you, he's a cocky ass. Matter of fact, Stephen A. Smith, you're the asshole of the month. How's that shit for you? I just got a brief chance to hear his bullshit and his shit about the Oakland Raiders and their offense. And the fact that they won't do anything and will be 32nd out of 32 teams this year. This character has absolutely no clue. I liked him at first when I first, he first came out on ESPN. I thought it was refreshing. But his head has grown larger than his ass because he's getting to be a fat fuck too. Excuse me. And he's all that in a bag of chips. His opinion begins to grow just like most sports mediots and interfere with his ability to see reason. Now, I'll tell you, he was talking to an NFL insider about what the Oakland Raiders were doing this season. The NFL insider was saying, of course, that the Raiders had an opportunity to correct their offense, but time will tell, and it doesn't look like they're going to be able to turn it around and make a run at a championship this year. But they had made some improvements where Stephen A. Smith, that asshole, just had the sour puss and, oh, sure, we can expect the Al Davis Oakland Raiders to do anything but the worst would be a joke. They are a joke of a team. He went on and on. I can't even repeat what he said. It was short, but it was brutal. Stephen L. Smith or A. Smith or whatever, a-hole for sure, you can suck my ass because I'll tell you right now, you don't know shit about the Raiders. You haven't investigated them more than 30 seconds. And you're riding on the coattails of some other sports idiot who has an opinion about an opinion about our Oakland Raiders. Well, Stephen Smith, Mr. Smith, I'll tell you this. Do your homework. Be a little smarter. Get back to where you used to be when you were trying to become a sports reporter and do your research. Take your ass over to Lane Kiffin. Talk to him. Watch some film. Look at the players. See what happens. Watch the game. See the improvements in the offense. And then make an educated, educated comment on the Oakland Raiders' possibilities improvement. Give me a freaking break. You're just like everybody else riding the train I call the sleep train in media. 
One guy follows the next and follows the next. The story changes little. Sometimes it changes a lot, never for the better. And it all stems from, well, yeah, the Raiders. Well, I'll tell you this. You did talk about them. You didn't mention them. And you can't forget them because they're always going to be in your face. So, Stephen, Mr. Smith, you are the asshole of the month. Month, 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 month. What a punk. Were you born an asshole? Or did you work it in your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine. Cause you're an asshole tonight. Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight All right, it's time, Randy. I'm going to struggle. It's going to be brutal because there are a lot of them. The Raider Nation Podcast. Comments Forum Section. Okay, well, here we are, Raider Nation, and you guys have been hitting the keys. Yes, the Raider fans are coming out, and I love it. You guys are awesome. Okay, well, I'm going to do my best to get to as many as I possibly can. Uh, So do me, uh, just give me a break, will you? Okay, Daniel Wheatley in Chino, first team. Well, First team looked good on all sides of the ball. I must say, though, I was a little disappointed at the way that the Cardinals made their first score. Yes, that's true. But if the tackles are going to be missed, I would rather have them happen in preseason. I hope the second and third stringers do as well as the first. Looking forward to watching the new young guys play. Yes, that's true. You said it right, right there. Alex V. Woohoo! Looking good! I don't know if it's just a long time without football, but I like the first half. The first drive from both teams looked ridiculous. What was that first throw by Leinert? Well, Walter looks great so far. Our do our tight ends. Absolutely. Our tight ends look killer. I should have said that too, man. Our tight ends look awesome. Uh Madsen is a machine. Let's see how the second half goes. Josh looks rusty. Hope Pep. Does do good. Rose did look pretty well. P.S. Great hit with the guy in the air. Nice catch on the interception and fantastic hands on our tight ends. Absolutely. Man, Madsen uh, was awesome, man. He was our tight ends. I think uh, I think you're going to do very good. The blocking was really good, too. I mean, uh, incredible. Incredible blocking. Okay, CNY Raider fan, game. I have to say that I'm excited about how the first string did on offense. The only question I have as well is the offense line playing. They're playing much better. I was listening to it online, but that stream seemed to have died on me after the cards touchdown. So all I have is the NFL game sitter to let me know what's going on with the game. I like how they're 
getting Porter involved. So it's good to hear that he seems to be a focal point of our offense. I missed that last year. Actually, I missed any sort of focal point on offense last year. Well, we all missed the focal point. Oh, goodness. That is a bummer, CNY Raider fan. I know you, my brother, and I've seen you. I met you. You are a Raider fan. And uh, I, I'm sorry that, that that works out that way for you. I don't know how. Maybe they'll get that figured out someday. We don't even get to see stuff in the Bay Area, although this game was shown. Juan Jorge comes in. Yeah, so winning the third quarter, so what? Two fumbles, one sack. In no circumstance, acceptable. If you can't get it together when it doesn't matter in a preseason, it could be a long season. Come on, Raiders. I'm really getting heat for next week battle of the Bay. Well, of course you're getting heat. Everybody here is getting heat. Give it back to them, man. They're just Niner fans. You know, they're the bandwagon. They're getting on the bandwagon. Just say, hey, just go buy your new stuff. Ah, I love it. Colorado Chris, week one preseason. Juan. Chill the fuck out. Preseason game one. Let's talk week four of the regular season. Then we'll panic. Amen, Colorado Chris. My sentiments. Exactly. Alex V. It's not bad. End of the fourth. D is going good. O is showing up. Looking good. Looks like we're going to win it, even though it doesn't matter too much. Pep is getting better as the game goes on. Yep, started with a fumble snap, up, up. Of course, a couple of incompletions, and those were the receivers' problems. Who the better receivers actually catch the ball? Walter and Pep look good. McCowan looks all right. I'd rather have seen Jay Russ in the first game. Me too. Ichimondo looks good as a halfback. Higgins looks great. Yep. Higgins looks okay. I like Johnny Moran. They're not throwing him the ball. They should throw him the ball more because he's a great receiver. Raider Lake, Miguel. Andrew Walter, I am newer to this site, but I love the podcast and listen to it all the time. Great Raider stuff. Right on, Raider Lake Miguel. We like you listening to the show. We have a good time. Randy and I always appreciate it. But there is a point I have been stressing since last year and since we drafted Andrew Walter. We need to make sure that we give Andrew Walter one more shot of the lead of the team. Amen. Even with Jermarco Russell on the team, when he signs, he is a great QB and one of the most prolific pocket passes you will ever see if you've given the O-line. You're damn straight. I know the game versus the Cardinals was another uh, glimpse of what we can do, but we need to make sure that he stays on the team, give him a real shot at number one, and don't waste his talents and time like we did with Tui. Amen. Right now, this may all sound like a big talk, Andrew Walter, uh, loving Raider fan, but hopefully we can continue with his first good preseason start and show the Raider fans what he really can do for us. I am with you 110%, man. I'll tell you, Walter's my man. I think he can do it. I think he's ready to do it. You could see he's ready to do it. LOL, I have been here before. I was trying to look back through all this forum and found early last season, I posted a few comments and my feelings about the comments are still the same. They were about Andrew Walter, who I still believe uh, Raider fans bash him. Yeah, I know they do bash him. He could be our number one QB, but I also posted these comments before the Raiders even had Russell. So, I can't wait for the fucking season to start. Go Raiders! Me either, man. I'm here. Alex Fee. Wow. A lot of caps. <laughs> he's he's capping on your caps, Miguel. That's cool, man. I don't care. Whatever you write, as long as I can read it, that's good. Juan Jorge, Colorado Chris, maybe it's too harsh, but I have high expectations for this season. How can you not? 
but I'm not. I'm, but I'm. I just got mad when Dante and Joss fumbled. Ugh. But I'm over it. I. <laughs> at least we just won. But overall, pretty good game. How about Adam Chinobi Ichimandu? What an animal. Yeah, he was good, but that was a third-team defense. But, you know, he's got a lot of promise. We'll see. Colorado Chris, a win. No, man, you're right on. Love the passion. I'm stoked we put up 27. Ah, I know it's late, but some of you guys should come out to Denver week two. I know, man. You need some help out there. (laughs) But there's going to be some fans out there, that I tell you. I wonder if there are any tickets available. Hmm. That I'll have to keep keep open. Week two. Hmm. CNY Raider fan, I hate BSPN. <laughs> I love it. BSPN. You got it here, Raider fans. It's a first. I turn it to BSPN to see if they would say something positive about the Raiders. But, as usual, they had their heads up their asses. And they were saying something about the Raiders' offense going to be the worst this year. One of the reasons why the Raiders will be the worst this year is because they are the Raiders. <laughs> I thought I thought to be a journalist or whatever, you had to be unbiased in your reporting on the news. I don't know why I torture myself with expecting BSPN to say that they would be better this year. As usual, they show their true colors and their hate for our Raiders. BSPN! That says it all. Zermurf Zilla. First game, well, it's just preseason, all three QBs. I have to say I'm impressed with Walter. He did better than McCown and Dante. And, oh, did Porter use number 84 or 81? I can't remember. Anyone? He used 84, and he was very fast, had crisp routes, but never got the ball. He got passed to a couple times. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Owen, just win, baby. As a loyal Raider fan, uh, as a loyal Raider fan, you always feel like you're going to go undefeated every year. But you remember last season was a preseason. Well, you got to admit you are kind of curious as to what Art was really doing as a head coach. Yeah, he was doing shit. Even though he went 4-1 and one in the preseason, um, he was kind of confused. Yes, the whole team was confused. The season over versus San Diego proved Art Show was confused as to what? <laughs> Which is Dart Brooks? Oh, man, it was a terrible season. Throughout a season, it was painful to watch my man Walter get eaten alive while Archer was doing nothing but writing some shit on his clipboard. That's for sure. He's probably playing hangman. <sighs> now we arrive to Lane, Lane Kiffin, who I can already tell knows what the hell he's doing in Oak Town. I think right now Oakland fans know that he's our future and he's going to win us some games, baby. That's for sure. It's just preseason, but I can tell Kiffin Swagger alone is going to be a chance for the best. The team chemistry seems to be very good, which is essential for a team that's going to win. By the way, Jay Richardson and Adam Chinobi Ichimandu. Got me excited, man. The Raiders are back. I cannot wait till we fuck up those dickheads in the AFC West. Art Shell's one of the greatest Raiders to play, but his coaching pissed me off. Amen. No doubt. I will say this. You have a great thing. Jay Richardson was awesome on a defensive end situation. And, of course, Ichimandu was good, too. It looks good, and we're not even playing everybody we got.
the Asian persuasion. News we can't use. Definitely news we can't use. Um, Fox Sports, of course, comes out with some bullshit. Check it out. He's got the site located here on the Brainerd Nation Podcast Forum. You can check it out. Uh, win or lose, we get no love. <laughs> As I tell everyone in my workplace, it's only two kinds of football fans. You're either a hater of the silver and black, or you are. Raider Nation. Amen, brother. Chris Isley, booing Andrew Walter at Raider Games on iTunes. Hello, Raider Nation. I'm a Raider fan from Wales in the UK. Well, hello, man. Chris Isley, welcome. Unfortunately, I can't get access to the NFL games in the area I live, so I was wondering if the nation could help me find out if there's a place online where I could get access to the Raider games. Just a thought, but could the Raiders sell full-length games on iTunes? Maybe you could download and watch them on Apple TV. That's a great idea. Randy's going to suggest that to them and send it to their idea situation. And boy, let me tell you, they're movers and shakers, and they could have it happen. But I digress. I also read online that Andrew Walter was booed when he came onto a field. Give the guy a break. Last year is not his fault. Blame The blame lies on the whole of the offense. After we went through last year, he needs support. I think we need to hold on to Walter as well because I doubt Culpepper will be with the team next year. Same with me. And if McCowan ends up getting the backup, he might not want to stick around either. Although his NFL history suggests that he is a career backup. Amen. That's a good point. I think so too, now that I see him play. And I do think Walter did not get booed. I was there and he didn't get booed. There was no booing with Andrew Walter on the field because like everyone else in the nation, everyone is curious to see if he can break out. There's a lot of crap about Walter on the internet a lot of crap about how he's not, you know, he has not mobile. Well, open your eyes, Raider Nation, and watch this kid play. Because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Okay, Raider fans, that is our show for today. I got to tell you this, it is football season, fall is in the air, and I can hardly wait. We have our games coming up. We'll be doing two shows a week from now on. Got to be on the J-O-B, and that's the way it is. Now, since I'm working again, it's not going to be as smooth as it was last season. It was pretty smooth because I had a lot of extra time, and I don't now. So I'll be putting these together as soon as possible, and Randall will be cranking them out as well. Don't forget, we have our video cast happening again. It's fun. We'll be out there. You guys check out the games. Chris Isley in Wales. Check out our video cast because you'll see the nation, the parking lot. The Raider Nation is live and you will see it there. And we will be going through the parking lot and checking it out. And remember, if you are going to be to the Coliseum this season for the games, hook up with us. I know people are trying and we haven't been there. It's preseason. Hey, man, I still got to drag all my crap out of the garage for about tailgate. But it's going to be happening. I think our first one might be here in San Francisco on their turf. Just to, you know, make a mark, if you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, Raider fans, I'm happy it's football season, and I know you are too. I love this game. I love this team. We are the Raiders. And I am Raider Greg, and until next week, I am out!